Oh, Ty, thank God you're here. I can I cannot figure what's, this out. What's what's going on? Well, I ordered I finally got the PS5 online and it's just it's burning up my discs. Wait, you actually got the PS5? Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I came in, yeah, and I uh, I'm, 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 I'm I unboxed it and I started p- trying to put one of my old discs mm-hmm. in, but it, it just mm-hmm. keeps spitting out a burnt disc. A burnt disc. Yeah, like literally like hot, like burnt. Does your system getting warm? Like did you feel it? Yeah, it it actually gets like red hot. So I I I put red the, hot. Yeah, I put the disc in the top. And then I push the hold, thing down. Hold on. Yeah. The disc in the top. Yes. Did you There's like two it? slots. So it can play two games two at once. Slots. Yeah. Two I don't, slots. I, I guess it's the future of technology. So I yeah, I put I can even I tried it with two discs, actually. I put them both in, pushed the lever down, and then it like popped up burnt discs in like a like a minute later. I have a question. Yes. Uh okay, so well no, you answered it. So like a, it took a minute before it popped back. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Around a minute or so. And it's that, weird. I'm not even getting like a picture on the screen either. I don't know. That's a toaster. That's no. Well, look, the box is. It's clearly a PS5. I don't care what the box says. That's, yeah. Look, look. It's not even the same thing that's on the box. It's not even. <sighs> Did you even like, well, look at the box? I was just really excited to get it. To be honest, I I got it from eBay. Like, why would I? Hmm. Why would somebody on eBay just screw you over? It only cost me three grand. Three grand. I wanted the play. <sighs> You know, I, fuck it. I'm just going to go run a bath. Run a... What? I said I'm going to run a bath. I don't... Oh, toaster. Okay. I got it. Because uh, you're yeah. going to, like, yeah, kill like, yourself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide's not funny. Eh. Oh. Hello. And welcome to the TNT Podcast, the show where we talk about anything, and I mean anything... Except the thing you're thinking of. But I like your style. We'll also be doing whatever the hell else we feel like. Because it's our show. And we do what we want. I'm Tyler. I'm Ty. Wow. I was ready. <laughs> so ready. Really ready. How how ready were you? I was so ready. My voice. <laughs> I was so I was ready. A, puberty's a bitch. <laughs> it is. I mean, especially <clears throat> perpetual puberty. <laughs> Say that 40 times fast. Perpetual puberty. Perpe- <laughs> per- I can't even say it once. <sighs> yeah. So how are things? Uh, I, I'm good. I'm feeling good. I got the vaccine yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So how's that going? Yeah. Uh, so yesterday when I actually got it, um, it was a little a little sore, like, you know, when I would, like, lift my arm up or stuff, but it wasn't too bad. Mm. And, uh, yeah, today, like no symptoms at all like i like i actually forgot i had it for the longest time and you know i came over and you know lexi asked how i was feeling i'm like fine what do you why like why yeah yeah and she's like you know you're shot and i'm like oh yeah i i forgot i it's fine no no symptoms at all So literally nothing like no body aches no nope not feeling any like lightheadedness or dizziness or nothing absolutely nothing that's awesome because i have heard of some people I know personally that have gotten it that I say they do experience some of that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and especially soreness around the injection site. Yeah, like if I lift my arm like, uh, like more than ninety degrees, like I can feel it just right around the site. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, you you were punctured by a needle, so yeah. that's to be expected. And I didn't look at the needle either. My dad, oh, my dad said no. he did, and it's like over an inch long. Absolutely. No, not. I didn't. I refused to look at it. I will never. When I. Like, I haven't gotten a shot in a very long time, which probably isn't good. I should get my flu shots every year. I really should, but I just, I don't know. I got my first one this year. I I never got a flu shot before. I procrastinate, and I really know I should get them, but 
for me, I get them to protect those around me more than I would get it for myself. And I'm not really spending time around people anyway because <laughs> yeah. of COVID. So. Right. But, um, but no, it has been a very long time since I've gotten a shot. So I, I'm not nervous per se, but it's just like, I don't know. I forget what it feels like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I am definitely not a, a needle person. Like well, if I have to go, I have to get regularly get blood blood i have to get blood drawn. i have to get my blood drawn <laughs> i have to get blood drawn like every six months or so for some of the medicine i take and like when they do it like i have to like i turn my head the opposite direction and i'm sitting there like shaking my leg up and down like just yeah. to distract myself from it i don't like the feeling of getting blood drawn like i can actually feel the blood like leaving me <laughs> really yeah i don't know if it i don't know if that's subconscious or what but i actually feel like i can feel the blood exiting my arm <laughs> and i don't like that feeling yeah no i get psychologically i think i i know what you mean like i don't know just feeling the needle in there like i, I tend to just like scratch my arm to try and like draw the the pain somewhere else yeah and... to me it's not the pain it's the feeling like i actually feel the needle in me mm-hmm. like, it doesn't hurt that bad really yeah but, but it's, it's just, just like agitating. uncomfortable like yeah and even after i'm done like when they put the band-aid on you and all mm-hmm. i feel like i can't bend my yeah, arm I'm i have to keep my arm way. straight or i'm gonna ruin it uh-huh. <laughs> just the idea that i've i have a needle inside my arm right now yeah not good no i don't know how like junkies do it hell no there's no way i could do that for funsies like they do it in between <laughs> their toes mm-hmm some like is it do they actually do it in their eyes like i've heard i've heard of that i've never and i've known people that have done heroin i don't think i've known anybody that actually did it in the eye because that's that's fucking insane i mean when you get late or lace lasik yeah maybe it's not lasik because that's laser but there is a type of thing where like they puncture your eye with a needle nope (laughs) <laughs> they say my thing my dad's had it done i don't think you actually like feel it no you but, don't because i don't know if there's actual like nerve endings in, yeah. in your like your corneas and shit but just the idea that it's happening yeah no like what if you turn your eye wouldn't it like i feel like they sedate you a little bit to do any kind of eye surgery oh but, maybe yeah um i did give blood recently i donated and um getting the needle in really wasn't bad even though I don't like needles, I, I didn't feel woozy at all until I was almost done donating. And but you then, donated a lot. Yeah, I feel like it was a full two bags. And I think it was like, I don't remember how much was in a bag. But at any rate, it was like two bags. And um, near the end of the second bag, my head just kind of like dropped back. And I was <laughs> in the room started spinning. I was like, oh, <laughs> this isn't good. normal. Like, I don't feel good. And the tech that was there, he's like, okay, I'm going to lean you back. Cause they had like these chairs, like they were kind of like hospital bed type things. And they, he leaned me back and put a cold cloth on my head and gave me some apple juice. It was like, I was in kindergarten <laughs> and it was fantastic. But yeah, they gave me apple juice and I started to feel a little bit better cause it got my blood sugar back up and whatnot. But um, I can't, I plan to keep donating cause I know it's a really good cause, but I did not feel good. Yeah. I've never donated just to donate. I don't know if I could. Do you even it's know not it? that I don't want to. It's just, do you know your blood type? I don't, I didn't until I donated and they enter all your information into a, into an app and you can actually get on like the, what is it? The American red cross. They have a blood donors app. That is cool. Yeah, and I got on there, and I'm A positive. And, and I made a joke. I remember it this way because I was like, of course I got an A plus. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, even my blood smart. Right. <laughs> What's the really rare one? I think O negative is the rarest. Okay. I want to say that. Is that the one that's, like, universal? I think so. And what sucks is I could be wrong. It's either O negative or O positive. That's the universal donor. And um, 
what's crazy is they can donate to anybody, but they can only receive from other O negative people. Oh, that's a bitch. Yeah. So they can donate to anybody, but if they actually need um, blood, they can only get their own type. I think that's right. Yeah, because I was looking at a chart that showed all the blood types and who could donate to who. And I think for the most part, most negatives can donate to negatives and positives can donate to positives for the most part. Um, but yeah, like O negative can only receive O negative blood. Hmm. But O negative blood can be given to anybody. It's so weird yeah, how that works. My, uh, I could be way off with that, but there was it was something along those lines. Okay. My cat, Butters, uh, he, several years ago, he went through, uh, he was really anemic. He had this condition called, a, what is it, autoimmune hemolytic anemia or something like that. And he, he was to the point where he was, like, very low on blood and he was, like, ready to die, like, that day. And we rushed him down to the hospital, and, like, they didn't even test his blood type. They just started pumping, like, blood into him because they said that he didn't have time to, like, actually test his blood type. They just started putting... So what, did they just guess? Or I guess, Is yeah. there a universal donor for cats, I don't know. Too, I, guess I, I guess I don't know if cats... It could have been something... I assume something... they have different blood types. Right. I mean, I feel like most mammals probably do. Um, yeah. So I wonder if they just picked one that they knew was good for most blood types maybe, or something. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe like orange cats tend to be a certain guy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Was, did, so I, I know my mom had butters, mm -hmm. which is a crazy story. Because yeah, but before we knew each this other. This happened way before we knew each other. And so my mom found butters somewhere I don't remember. I think she got them at the Upper Sandusky. Oh, yeah, she got a from a Humane Society, Upper Sandusky. Humane Society. Yeah. So she got him and he ended up being like really like he started acting sick or something happened. Or I don't know. Was he acting sick when you got him? Mm -mm. Okay. No. I think he was just acting up in the house and and not getting along with the other cats or something. And I think he had potty trading issues. And so my mom uh, rehomed him to Ty. And um, he was he had he was outside like because your mom's house was near where I work. Yeah, I think you just started and like, I was, petting I, him outside. Yeah, I was walking to work, and like, I started talking to him, and he like, rolled around on the ground, and, I, and he had a collar, and I called the number, and they said, you know, the Humane Society gave me the address, and yeah, dropped him off at your mom's. Yep. And uh, But yeah, eventually she's like, asked me if, if I if, wanted like, him. Do you want to keep him? And you're like, yeah. do I want to keep him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a cat. Yes, I want to keep him. <laughs> right. But uh, so how long after you took him in did he start having health issues mm, it was probably a couple years i think okay i, I, I mean he like had worms right away i thought it was pretty early but i guess it wasn't like he was healthy for a while yeah he was only like two or three okay which is why we put so much money into saving him because he was so young and sure you know maybe if he was like 10 or 11 yeah if you have 12. like an old ass cat and it has those problems i mean it's super sad but it's it's not worth the time and money to yeah they've lived to a full get, life to give them another what year mm -hmm. yeah and it's sad to think that way but it's the yeah. harsh reality of owning pets is like they don't live long enough yeah yeah it sucks being such a cat lover yeah i i love animals more than people so yeah like, absolutely sometimes i just get in this dark state of mind and i'll look at my dogs and my cats and i'm like they aren't going to live long enough yeah i'm like i'm going to live like eight times as long as they are mm -hmm. it's like it's, it's a curse it's not fair you have to try and like like realize that the time with them outweighs the feeling of when you lose them i guess yeah all and, the joy they bring you through the years 
Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it in the end, I guess. And I saw a thing, and it, it actually kind of changed the way I treat my animals. Because I used to, I unfortunately was pretty abusive to her, especially Dexter. Because he acted up a lot, and so I would like kind of spank him a lot. And um, I saw a post that said something along the lines of, like, it was from the dog's perspective or the cat's perspective or, or your pet's perspective. And it was like <laughs> saying, you know, don't stay mad at me very long. Like I don't have that long and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it was like, you know, you might, you have your work and your friends outside and it's like, I only have you. Like, yeah. You're all I know. Yeah. I think about that sometimes. And like, so I, it changed my perspective. I was like, you know, I need to be nicer to my animals. Right. Like, I, and ever since then, like, even when he acts up really bad, like, sure, I'll shove his nose in it. If he chewed something up, I'll shove his nose. Bad dog and kind of give him a little tap on the nose. But I I haven't, like, gotten physical with Dexter ever since I started thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about that every now and then with, like, it's like their entire world. Well, not as much, I guess, for dogs because you let him out. And, I mean, every now and then I'll, like, pick up one of the cats and, like, stand out on the porch just so you can, like, smell the air or whatever. But, like, their entire world is your house. Mm-hmm. Like for their whole life, it's just and crazy. even if they if do go somewhere, indoor, they you know? go somewhere with you. Yeah, you're their life. Yeah, like we take the dogs to visit other people and stuff. Like especially Lexi's parents, we'll take them over, but we're there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's crazy, crazy to think about. And they say when your animals are dreaming, especially if you see your dog like having puppy dreams or they like kick mm-hmm. and whimper or whatever, they say they're dreaming about you because. What else would they dream about? Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah, my cats will do that too. Like you see their like whiskers twitch and their paws twitch. Yep. And well, yeah, what else would they possibly be dreaming about? They don't know anything else. Unless they're thinking about like look when they looked out a window and like saw a squirrel or, or a bird, bird or something. Yeah. <laughs> they could. I love cats when they chirp, when they see yeah. like a bird. They make that, that weird like <laughs> Yeah. It's so weird. Milo does that and it's weird he never really did it before we moved in here, but um, he'll look at another cat or, like, if we have the laser light out or something, and he'll make that chirping sound. And the first time Lexi heard him, she's like, is something wrong with him? I was like, <laughs> no, you've never heard that? Like, cats chirp when they hunt. Yeah. And she's like, no, I've never. And she never grew up with cats, but I've had cats my entire life. Mm-hmm. And not all of them chirp like yeah. that. But I've had a few that have, and so I'm like, no, that's just, that's how they hunt. Yeah. It's like they're, they're Like, call. are they trying to, like, mimic, like, a bird sound? I, I don't wonder, know if they're or... doing that, or I really don't know why, because hmm. it's, it's got to be some kind of instinctual thing. Yeah. Like, they don't think about, oh, I'm going to chirp now. It's just an instinct. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a kind of probably evolutionary reason behind it, yeah. but I'm not sure what that is. Isn't it crazy? I don't know if you ever heard this, that cats only meow towards people. I heard that, but I'm like... That sounds like bullshit to it's me. It's absolutely true. But, like... Because, like, when so they... So, wi- cats in the wild that have never seen humans don't meow? I guess not. <laughs> have you ever seen those videos of, like, people recording, like, a cat by itself, and it'll be making, like, weird human noises? It'll be making weird sounds. And then, like, when a person shows up, it starts meowing normal. That's yeah. why. Cats are smarter than we think they're going to take over the world. It's just because they only meow towards people. No, they know exactly what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> okay. Because I saw a video of a cat that was leaning out the window and there were dogs barking outside. And the cat was barking. The cat was barking like a goddamn dog. But there were no people around, right? Doesn't matter. It was barking like a dog. Roar, 
rawr, it was barking. And then the person comes in recording the video. It's like, rawr, rawr, turns around, rawr, rawr, meow, yeah, meow. yeah, <laughs> like, that's what they do. No, it's like, fuck, I was caught not meowing. <laughs> my my cover's been blown. I'm more sentient than people give me credit for. <laughs> okay, they're gonna. Have you ever seen the movie Cats and Dogs? I believe so. Yeah, it was with these really intelligent yeah, like cats and dogs, they and they were like super other. spies and yeah. shit. I think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, more believable than half the shit that people believe nowadays. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... At least cats that's, and dogs exist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. The world we live in. Generally, cats chirping occurs when a cat is interested in or provoked by prey. It's more of an excited sound and less of a sound used to hunt. Really? Hmm. It seems to be universal to cats of all ages and breeds. Even wild cats can make this sound. So I guess that's kind of addressing the fact that wild cats don't generally meow. Yeah. Which is weird. So why do they meow at people? I don't know. I th- One theory I thought I saw was like they will make that sound like towards their mother when they're young. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe like when they see a kitten, that's the sound they make. I don't remember. Yeah, kittens mew mm-hmm. even without people around. Yeah, so maybe they think we're kittens. I don't know. I've heard that. I've actually heard that, that cats think that we're silly, clumsy, sloppy kittens. Yeah. And so they treat us like they would treat their kittens. Yeah, that's why they meow at us. And um, also that's why they bring us dead things. It's like they're yeah. trying to feed us. Could be. <laughs> that could be. It's like, I got to take care of this stupid human. <laughs> I've always just heard that they're like trying to, you know, get your affection or your impression or whatever. But yeah, that could, that makes sense too. Yeah. That's so funny the way cats, cats and dogs are so different. I've always said that cats think that we're God, but, or no, dogs, dogs think yeah. that we're God. Cats think that they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a dog will love you like unconditionally when it first meets you and that, but like a cat, you have to earn it. Yeah. Like it has to choose you and you know. Yeah. I saw what it was. It was a meme. It said, this human gives me all the love and affection and food that I ever need. He must be God, a dog, mm-hmm. a cat. This guy gives me everything I could ever need in food all the time. I must be. God. I must be a god. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's so accurate because mm-hmm. cats have that attitude. Oh yeah. And dogs have that loyalty. So, yeah. And I love them both so much. I've always been more of a cat person, but I got dogs when me and Lexi got together because she's a dog person. So we got some dogs, and I've become much more of a dog person. If I still had to choose a house with dogs or cats. Only dogs or only cats. I would definitely pick cats, mm-hmm. but but I do love my dogs. I've had a couple dogs in the past, and I'm just I could take or leave them. I don't mind. Like you love our dogs. To me, like dogs are like like people say like grandkids are. Like as long as they're not at my house and I can go see them and be around them, and then I don't have to take care of them once I leave. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, but like I'm just I don't know. They're just, needy. Yeah, like you have to take them out, whereas cats just go in the litter box yeah you can just you can go away for five six seven eight hours and the cat will be perfectly fine yeah they don't they won't even realize you you, you left mm-hmm. like you go back inside and they're like oh you were gone yeah a great analogy i've heard is having a dog is like having a child mm. having a cat is like having a roommate <laughs> right yeah <laughs> the cat just lives in the house with you yeah. the dog you have to take care of <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yep but dexter always sits up here when we podcast mm-hmm He's a good friend. He's a good boy. So uh, we debated on whether or not we were going to bring this up because 
for the safety of our households. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not a real concern, I, but I'm like, not that concerned about it. Like I haven't ever even shared on Facebook. As far as I know, nobody on Facebook at all, other I'm, than like I'm the only one who knows. Other, than, <laughs> uh, my other two closest friends are the only ones who know I even have it. <laughs> We're talking so subtle about it, like we still don't want to name drop what we got. I'm gonna say it. We got PlayStation fives. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Ty's had his for a while. Yeah, I got mine about a month or so ago maybe a little bit more i've had mine for a full two days <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and how did you get yours oh, ty got it for me well he didn't buy it for me no you paid for yeah, it yeah but... but okay so shout out to hot stock they came in yeah they came in clutch if you, if you're still looking for a ps5 there's an app called hot stock and it hot stock yeah hot stock but it's like one word yeah anyway it's a little red app with a flame on it so um, you go on there and you select what you're looking for. So if you're looking for the PS5 or the new Xbox, whatever. And then you can select all the different shops online that it'll search for you. I always deselected eBay because mm-hmm. those are the ones that are going to be charging you like upwards of $1,000. You can set a price limit okay. on it, but I... I don't trust eBay no. for that. And I stopped trusting Walmart. Because they're going to send me a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I stopped doing Walmart too just because, because they sell out in a second. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Walmart is allows so many bots; it's not even funny. Yeah, it's yeah no, but um anyway, so yeah, you can go on there and check, and it'll alert you with you know a notification saying, "Hey, this shop has it in stock. Like, hurry up and try to get your order." Mm-hmm. And so, I was still asleep in the morning because I work second shift. I usually sleep till noon, and. It must have been around 10, 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. and Ty got the notification because we both had it set up on our phones so that hopefully one of us could get through. Yeah. And you had given me your, yeah, your card information. Inf- I gave him, like, I signed my life away over yeah. to Ty. Good for, thing I'm a good friend. <laughs> right. You could have bought anything you wanted. But, um, yeah, no, uh, Best Buy ended up getting them in stock for pickup. They weren't for sh- mm-hmm. they weren't shipping them out, but luckily Best Buy is not that far from us. Yeah, about a half hour. Yeah, and um, Best Buy, especially that's you got yours through Best Buy too. Yeah, right? I actually it was a similar situation. I had a a friend that I used to work with who had a, a extension downloaded on his Chrome uh, Chrome browser and kind of the same thing. He he kept an eye out for him and. Uh, bought one when it popped up and I paid him right. for it. So. so neither of us bought our own PS5s, no. really. No. But um, yeah, so we uh, he got one and he sent me a text and uh, I said, how much do you love me? Yeah, and I, I didn't get it until um, I woke up around an hour or so later. Yeah. And uh, at first I was looking I was like, well, what? What do you do? And then it kind of dawned on me and I just texted back. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did you get one? And he sent me the receipt a screenshot of the receipt and i was like ah <laughs> it was killer just waiting for that hour for you to wake up i'm like wake up wake up wake up i want to tell you what was killer was that was a friday last friday mm-hmm. like almost over a week ago friday yeah and uh it wasn't ready for pickup well we thought it wasn't going to be ready for pickup until the following saturday yeah not so the day after but a week eight, after eight days yeah. yeah and so i was like no i gotta wait all week to get it <laughs> and i kept 
having like pessimistic thoughts like something's going to happen the order's not going to go through right yeah they're not actually going to get them in stock that was the same way for my i'm like maybe they like it was a false in stock alert yeah they actually don't have it in stock yeah it's like yeah my order's in but they're supposed to get the shipment in saturday what if that shipment doesn't come yeah Uh, all these thoughts were popping in my head because i'm like until it's in my room and i'm playing it i still don't i still don't believe they exist because it's such it's it's unreal how how difficult it yeah. is to get one. This has by far been the hardest I think any system's ever been to get a hold of. I could see this within the first month. Yeah. It released last November. Yeah. It's almost March. <laughs> when you're listening to this, it will be March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not okay. It's absolutely crazy. It was early no- or mid-November? Mm, was it early. It was November 11? 10th, I think. Around there. Because I think this Valhalla so, came out the same day. So let's day. count November. November, December, January, February, March. No, you don't count November. Don't, and don't. Well, roughly like three and a half months it's been out. Yeah. And that's too long to still And not, most people still don't have them. Yeah. The majority of people are still searching like almost every day. More people are starting to get them. Like I am in a group, and a uh, Facebook group, and there's a lot of people who are. I actually did see a couple of my friends online. Because if you, if you have a PlayStation 4 even, and you... Uh, and you go online to your friends list, it'll show an icon beside your friend telling you what uh, console they're playing. It'll have a little logo. <laughs> I am trying so hard to help my dog jump down. Oh my god. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Whew. That was an, I was I didn't le- lose my train of thought that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. The logo is different on on people who are online on a ps4 PS5, or PS5. four or five yeah it'll have like the logo will look like the ps4 or five and mm-hmm. a couple of my friends i noticed had the ps5 logo so i mean they're getting out yeah and i read an article where it said sony's hoping that like each month there's going to be more and more in stock it just boggles my mind that they haven't tried harder to stop bots from purchasing yeah. Best Buy is pretty good about how they do it. You know, I think there's like several captures and stuff, right? Yeah, they send you a message, like they text you a message, I believe, to either sign in or enter a code or something. I can't remember. Yeah, you said you actually had to sign into your Best Buy account, right? Yeah, and you almost forgot the password. I didn't know the password because it wasn't for some reason it's not in my Apple keychain, and I guessed on the one that I used for some other stuff, and it just happened to be the right one. Yeah. Luckily for me, I probably still wouldn't have yeah. a PS5. And I had your your payment set as my default payment. Oh, I was nice. I was ready to go. Heck yeah! But uh, yeah, so time Ty came through clutch. Yeah, and uh, if you haven't seen this thing in person, it is a goddamn behemoth. It's gigantic. I think it's, it's a cinder block. <laughs> I think it's bigger than the original uh, three. Yeah. Do you remember the threes? If you're if you were around to buy an original shiny PS3, the fat boy that yeah. that's what I call it. It was it's bigger than colossal. That. Yeah. And this thing just towers over it. It's heavy too. Did you try and pick it up yet? Hell no. Yeah. I'm worried for my shelf. It's, it's heavy. <laughs> That's why I called it a cinder block. <laughs> yeah. It does look neat though. I kind of like the style. I I can live with it while it's on its side, which is how I have mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, standing I it, up, I, think, I don't like I the one it looks with the better, desk. I think it looks better standing up than it does laying down. But... The way I have my TV set up, I don't have enough room to stand it up to always. I I do at home, and I don't like it. I if I had the the digital version, which was actually the version I wanted, but I decided to take what I could get at yeah, this point. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and I will get into it that I I am 
kind of happy I got this one, but mm-hmm. I I like <laughs> I like the digital version better because it's symmetrical. It looks better. I'll give you that. <clears throat> it's perfectly symmetrical. There's no bulge. It doesn't look pregnant when it's standing <laughs> up. Um, I like pregnant, <laughs> but I I am like okay. There's two <laughs> two sides to it. Well, all I haven't bought a disc for a long time, uh-huh. but I do like the fact that I don't have to have another system hooked up if I want to like throw in an old PS4 game. I was willing to just leave my PS4 plugged in Mm -hmm. and put it in there. So it is a little more convenient, but I think I would still rather give that up to have a a better looking console, but it's fine. I'll take it. Performance over looks for me. Like I would rather have a shitty 1995 civic that drives than a Porsche that's broken down. Well, yeah. So, I don't know. To me, it's just like, yeah, it looks funny. I'll absolutely grant you that. The digital version looks a hundred times better. It is unsymmetrical, and I'm kind of OCD about certain things. So, like, the symmetry of the digital version is is kind of a big thing to me, too. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, if you, I have a lot of PS4 discs, and I would have to play on my PS4 if I wanted to go back and play them. Yeah. And even, like, some of mine were able to be upgraded to the PS5 version, and so it was easy. I could just pop in the PS4 disc, and boom, I have the PS5 version. So, I don't have any discs. I, that's how long it's been since I bought one. I don't have an, any that were upgradable. But, like I said, it is nice to kind of have it all in one place. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Not spread too, across like, two systems. Right. So, I mean, I guess all in all, I am kind of glad I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm big enough to admit that I'm glad that I have the the disc version oh my god dexter <laughs> he literally pulled my headphones off my he's being head. difficult <laughs> he's making his grand debut today usually you can't tell he's here yeah um but, but like go, yeah go being on its side I, I could totally live with it it looks fine on its side i think mm-hmm. how cool is all the attention to detail oh it's amazing the uh the controller if if you have one and even if you don't, you can look it up. But if you have one, you can see the grippy parts on the the back where it feels kind of rough. If you look super close, it's all the different PlayStation symbols, the square, X, triangle, and circle. Mm-hmm. And Just a bunch of they them. They incorporate that in a lot of different ways. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't notice that until you told Lexi about it and she told me. And even then, I was like, no, it's not. I was like, it's just bumpy. Mm-hmm. Then I got closer. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. You took a picture with your phone and like yeah. zoomed it in. You can really see it. And I it. can really see it on the phone. Yeah. It's easier to see if you take a picture and zoom in than it is with the naked eye. Cause it's just hard to focus on something so small mm-hmm. because they're literally like the tip of a needle, but yeah. they're the shapes. Mm-hmm. And I asked also the, there's a game that comes pre-installed called Astro's Playroom and it's fantastic. Yeah. It's like a it's a 3D platformer and the gameplay itself is pretty simple. It's a pretty easy game. Yeah. But it's super fun and it makes so many references to older PlayStation generations and games and stuff. Yeah, it's like this little bot guy and you and And he's kind of he's kind of been a mascot of the PlayStation yeah. over the last like 3 generations, I think. And there's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of them like around all the different levels and like they're all acting out different scenes from like games over the years. Like there's four stages. And each stage represents like the PS one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's by far one of the most fun games. Oh, absolutely! Like, like if you get the PS five, 
before you play and get involved in anything else. It only takes like you beat it in I four, beat it hours. four hours. Yeah, not including the trophies and stuff, but that sure. would only take you another hour maybe. I got ninety percent of them during yeah. that four hour playthrough. Yeah, it doesn't take long, and it's just a blast. You will not regret it. I promise. Oh, absolutely. Like, I was. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I feel like we've talked about that on the show before. And so I was really looking forward to playing the new Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man because I put off playing on the PS4 because I wanted to play the best version of the yeah. game. And for me, it was Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And so I, I did, before I even started up Astros, I did play the first few chapters of Spider-Man, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I haven't played Spider-Man since. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I, crazy. I couldn't stop playing Astro's Playroom. It's, it's so just fun. so fun. Yeah. Especially for anyone who's a big PlayStation fan and has been through the years. Mm-hmm. It's so nostalgic. Yeah. If you're if this is your first PlayStation you're buying, then it may not be the big... You may not get the most out of it. It's still fun. Absolutely. But you may not get the most out of it. But the biggest thing about the game is it really shows off what the DualSense controller can oh do. Oh, my God. This new controller is the craziest part about it i can't stop thinking about it and talking about it when they first brought it up like before i actually had it in my hands it was like yeah. okay yeah. that's, like that's something i guess yeah, it's but like, it's not it's a, a controller deal. cool yeah like, yeah but the haptics of it oh my god are, are unreal you can feel everything that happens in the game mm-hmm. like to me the most satisfying and the most memorable thing i can remember is in astro's playroom there's a level where it's raining and your little dude puts one of those like head umbrella on mm-hmm, you know yeah. those, like it's like a hat but yeah. it has an umbrella and he puts one of those on and you can feel the raindrops yeah i don't know how to explain that to you you just have to feel you it have to yourself. feel it yeah because it's not just like your standard rumble that yeah you would it's not feel. the rumble no it feels like it's raining on your hands yeah i, I don't know how they do it i don't either <laughs> there has to be several different rumble sizes yeah. and, and i mean they things. have the haptic type thing in your iphone your and phone stuff yeah now. but um, you don't hold your iPhone the way you hold a controller. No. It touches like every surface of your palm, really. You know? Right. And these triggers. Oh, Let's these talk triggers. about these triggers. Let's talk about the triggers. So I heard when they announced it that they were going to have like trigger resistance. Yeah. Like, that was going to be a thing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's neat. Yeah, right. like you're pulling back on a bow and like you can feel the tension in it. Right, instead of just pressing the trigger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, that's cool. Yeah. But... I didn't grasp the reality of what that meant until I was playing because mm-hmm. it feels crazy. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I don't know what the inside of the controller looks like to make it feel this mm-hmm. way. It's got to be some kind of spring type. I don't know. Yeah. But and, and there's like a system where like you it even like will go down part way and then you can like push the rest and like you can feel it clicking. Yeah. Down. Like junk. Yeah. Because there's a feature in the Astro's Playroom that has it's almost like a like a gumball machine kind of mm-hmm. like you you pull a lever and you get one of those little pods like an old toy machine mm-hmm. and, and it goes into like a little claw like a hand yeah and then thing. it pops it open but uh <laughs> when you pull that lever there's tension for the first half of the lever pull and then it chunk and like the you have to like squeeze down you hard. have to squeeze pretty hard and then halfway down it'll just click in mm-hmm. place and it feels like you're pulling something yeah it's it's the craziest thing, and I'm I haven't played a shooter yet. I'm currently downloading the PS5 version of the newest Call of Duty because I'm interested to see what like a gun trigger will feel like. Yeah, like it does rumble. It rumbles in the triggers too. Sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember the first time encountering resistance on that. I felt I was worried because I felt like I was gonna break yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, I gotta push it pretty hard. Yeah, I felt <laughs> like it was gonna. There's too much resistance. I was gonna break it. 
but yeah because when you, i feel like when you start up astro's playroom it just kind of highlights like hey this controller can do this it can mm-hmm. do this it was yeah. like hey feel this it was like press the triggers now and it was like no resistance it was like press the triggers now mm-hmm. and it was a lot of resistance so yeah. i was like whoa i know it's not a new thing in controllers but you know it's got the motion detection you can like tilt up or down yeah, side to side it seems that. really good in this one though yeah like and there's because there's a level where you're like a monkey Mm-hmm. And you're in like a monkey suit and you have to like swing your controller from side to side to get him to reach his arms to like yeah. grab onto the next part. Yeah. And there's another one where a lot of them do motion controls like. Well, yeah. With s- the frog too. And, and with the ball, the ball was the touch screen. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the touch, touch pad. pad. Yeah. So you, you're like in a ball and you have to swipe your finger to roll it mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this touch pad is way more uh, accurate to the movement than the ps4 one was it, right it like senses your movements really good on that and i feel like it that's an underutilized feature of the uh controller i feel like i use the touchpad on my ps4 like once yeah they mostly just use it for another button yeah it's basically your select button because mm-hmm. they got rid of the select button when they went to the ps4 and yeah the share became the select button i feel like some of the early PS4 games tried to incorp- mm-hmm. incorporate that, but then it just went away. It kind of faded off, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, the where the, in the one level where it brings up like a pinwheel and oh, you yeah. actually like blow into it. Yeah, because the controller also has a built-in microphone. Yeah. Which, that's new, I, right? I is don't, it? Yeah, I, I don't think the PS4s had a mic yeah. in it. You could right. plug in a mic. Yeah, or but it yeah. had the speaker, but yeah, but it didn't have the actual and the speaker in these sound really. It good, It does too. sound good, yeah. But um, yeah, so there would be a part where the pinwheel came up, and you actually blow into the microphone yeah, of and your controller to spin it. Yeah, yeah, they really thought of everything to try to incorporate that. But that's been a thing for a while, even going back to the Nintendo DS. You Has that? Okay. Yeah, there was a. Did you ever play the the battle mode on Mario Kart where you'd have the balloons and mm-hmm. stuff? Mm-hmm. There was a. Like, I don't know if it was an Easter egg or a hidden feature, if they actually told you about it, but you blew on your screen and it would blow up an extra balloon for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And so even that would, like, it it would hear the the air rushing into the microphone on the DS. Okay. But. So it's kind of new for, like. It's new for, like, a controller console type thing. Yeah. Yeah. You remember uh, Hey You Pikachu? Oh, yeah. That microphone works so well. I never had it, but I... I'm just kidding. It, I, it fucking... It was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. I rented it from the, the video store. But... The concept was great, but the voice recognition technology at the time was not. Yeah. So I feel like to bring Hey You Pikachu to the Switch would be fantastic because <laughs> you put... Like, get a hold of Apple, get a hold of Amazon, somebody that's really good with voice technology, like yeah. with Siri and Alexa and yeah, all and that. And connect it to that. And partner with them and have it recognize your voice. Come on. That was the slowest. It didn't open. It was, like, really hard to open. What's wrong with your pop? I don't know. Damn. <laughs> that's two failed ones back to back. I'm really slipping. Slippage, slippage, slippage. Oh, it's because they overfilled it. Look how full it is. Oh, geez. Well, more bang for your buck. I guess. <laughs> kind of ruined what I was going for, though. Yeah. Well, and you interrupted my son. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we, here we go. <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? Um, we were talking about the speakers in old the... generation games. Oh, yeah. So if they partnered with Amazon or something to have the voice recognition 
that they have now mm-hmm. for like a Hey You Pikachu type game, I feel like that would be really good now. Yeah, that would be cool. Because you probably could completely control a game with your voice now. Mm-hmm. Like, tell Probably. Yeah, so that would be neat. Because I know they're redoing Pokemon Snap, so. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. That was so one if, of my most fun games, when I most enjoyable games when I was little. I didn't play it a lot, which is weird for me because I'm a huge Pokemon fan. But I think at the time I was pretty young. And so for my attention span to take pictures of Pokemon, I was like, why would I do that when I can just play Pokemon Stadium and battle? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did play it a little bit. I don't think I ever owned it. That was for the N64, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't think I ever owned it, but I remember renting it. But I remember most of my time spent on the N64 was on Pokemon Stadium. Mm. I loved that game. Yeah. There were so many Easter eggs in it that I'm sure I never unlocked but like little ones like where you could throw an apple out and like they would pop out or something or they would do something when they got the apple or you hmm. could throw it at them and at the pokemon and it like you know act, spin around like it okay. got like dizzy did you play i don't think but you stadium did. was awesome i loved stadium. oh absolutely getting to like plug your cartridge in and play yeah. as your pokemon that you had on your game it's like seeing them come to life in 3d was awesome yeah because back then i think Gold and Silver was the game at the time, I think, for the Game Boy Color. Okay, I don't remember. I well, just... I think for the original, because they made a Pokemon Stadium too that had like Lugia and Ho Oh and stuff, okay. and it, I never it was played second generation. That one. But at any rate, yeah. So you had you know eight bit pixel versions of your Pokemon on your Game Boy Color, and to transfer them to Stadium and see them in a three D model mm-hmm. was really be like cool. that's my Pokemon like, with like, my moves that yeah, I put. I caught that one in but... Pallet Town or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You can't catch Pokemon. You don't in catch Pallet Town. You get your starter in Pallet Town. Yeah. But um, so shit. I was gonna say. Oh, did you ever? Did you have a 3DS? No. Okay. So you never got to play Sun and Moon then. Mm-mm. I never played past. Past Kanto. <laughs> Sapphire, and I barely played that one. Oh, Sapphire is my favorite. You got to replay that. Anyway, I don't even know if I have it anywhere I have anymore. It. So I I need to let you borrow my Game Boy Advance. <laughs> See, I played. Yellow, and then what was after that? Well, yellow, red, and blue were all. I know. Yeah, generation. I mean that was the most recent one oh, out of okay. that generation that I played. Okay, after that was gold and silver. Okay, I think I played one of those. They did gold, silver, and then crystal was the like dual version. Okay. And then after that, they switched the advance and went to ruby and sapphire. Okay. Yeah, that was the last one I did. I know my Pokemans. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. But Today's Pokemon Day. It is twenty fifth anniversary. Well, not today anymore, but. It was. Yeah. It, we started recording this on Saturday, yeah. and it was the 25th, uh, 25th anniversary. anniversary, which yep. is big. So I was three years old Wow! when Pokemon came out. I was eight. You're old. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but, okay, so anyway, on Pokemon Sun and Moon for the 3DS, they did put a little feature in where you'd see these random spots where, like, a fence was broken or, like, there was a hole in the wall or something, and you could stop at that spot and peer through it with your camera and try to find a Pokemon and take a picture of it. So oh, it was that's like a, cool. It was a Pokemon Snap-like feature huh. to the game. But the spots were kind of few and far between. I feel like there were 15 or less spots in the entire game. Mm. But it was the kind of thing. It was like a callback to Pokemon Snap because you would have to wait for the Pokemon to be in the right spot, and you would get points based on how centered the Pokemon was in your shot and all mm. this stuff if they were looking at the camera. Yeah, that was a big all those big features and snap. Yeah. So it was a snap like feature and people kind of thought that might be a hint like, Oh, are they going to do snap again? And here mm. they are now. Yeah. Which that was a while ago. 2021. Yeah. Yep. 
because Sun and Moon, I can't remember when that came out, but it's it's been years. Yeah. So, because they've done, oh, that's only one generation later, I guess. That was the, we're on the Sword and Shield generation, and before that was Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not that old. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that that was the last Pokemon yeah, game you I played. Yeah, because I played and Sword and Shield, yeah. yeah. Fantastic, too. Oh, I man, love those. Great game. I still need to finish the most recent DLC. I started. Oh, you haven't played it? I, no, I've started it, and I've got through like the first, the first part where you like finish. Come on, Dexter, where um, you choose like what horse you want. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and and through that whole mission thing, and I did that, and then, I, yeah, I can't remember exactly where I left off, but I I know I still have more to do on it. Did you pick the ghost type or the ice type? There's a ghost and an ice. <sighs> don't remember i think i picked ice but i'm not positive i picked a ghost naturally. i might no i think i did pick ghost because ghost type is my favorite pokemon type mm. so i was stoked that they did a ghost type for it i don't know what my favorite type is favorite type right now electric you, you don't have to stick with that but i mean that's just why because you like pikachu jolteon oh okay he yeah. was always my favorite of the evs i have a jolteon plus yeah i have all the evs yep they yeah, need to do a ghost type yeah do you think if you beat a Pokemon to death that they turn into a ghost type? <laughs> <laughs> Morbid thought, but Oh, um yeah, so you know how Eevee evolves with like stones for mm-hmm. the most part? Yeah. They said to turn Eevee into a ghost type, you just use a regular rock. Yeah, just bash <laughs> it. Just kill it. That's how you turn it to a ghost type. That's horrible. There is a lot of like There's some dark shit. Dark shit in Pokemon lore like marowak or uh cubone wearing mm-hmm. the skull of its mother yeah yeah that's in a children's game yeah <laughs> yeah there's crazy shit like hypno uh if you don't know pokemon hypno is this creepy looking yellow pokemon that has a medallion like a hypnotist mm-hmm. meta- medallion and his pokemon lore his pokedex entry said he used to hypnotize kids and lead them away from their parents like <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> But it's a Japanese game, and Japanese has always yeah. kind of been steeped in that creepy type uh-huh. nature and dark history and shit. So, and they get a lot of they get away with a lot more over there than we do over here, as far as their media and whatnot. Right. So it's it's funny. There's actually been a lot of censorship in Poke in American Pokemon games as opposed to Japanese Pokemon games. Really? Yeah. Like, do you remember? Yeah, you've played Kanto a lot. So very early on, there's a guy that's blocking your path in pewter city and you have to get you have to wait for him to get his coffee yeah i think so that that. you can get by and Mm -hmm. he's basically just there to make sure you go off to the side and do your rival battle right 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 yep yeah so in the american games he's tired and hasn't got his coffee Mm -hmm. in the japanese games he's drunk oh nice (laughs) yeah there's a bunch of shit just like that like um the swimmers were dressed dressed more provocatively like they were in a bikini in the japanese games and they gave them like shorts in the american games and hmm. like just all these kind of uh kind of subtle things but they kind of mellowed mellowed it out for the american version that's funny and the biggest thing is jinx have you heard the controversy around jinx being blackface yeah yeah she looks like blackface yeah like let's be real yeah and totally so in japan she has a black face mm-hmm. in america her face is purple they changed it hmm I guess I never realized that. I always thought it was still black. No, yeah. I always thought it was too. And 
Like, I guess I never really paid much attention. But, yeah, if you look up a picture of Jinx, the American version is purple. But, yeah, I mean, she's clearly modeled after the racist, cartoony version of a black person. Yeah. They with s- the giant lips. And... They say that's not where they got their uh, origin. And I believe them because blackface was never a thing in Japan. And what was a thing in Japan was models that would go over the top with the big blonde hair and the crazy makeup. Hmm. for things and they said that's what jinx is modeled modeled after and i i'm inclined to believe them because blackface was never really a thing in japan yeah. and that style she of does act was she does act more like a provocative yeah like she, one of her moves is like kissing you yeah. isn't it yeah so i think that's where the thing is it's, i can it, see that it's an unfortunate coincidence yeah. that it looks exactly like blackface yeah they should have probably done a little bit more research yeah but they i don't think when they first made Pokemon in Jinx's first generation, they didn't expect it to blow up overseas the way it did. Mm-hmm. And when it did, they, I think they jumped their, they got their shit jumped pretty quickly over Jinx and changed it pretty mm-hmm. quickly. They okay. was, it wasn't, they're like, Oh shit. I, we didn't realize that. So <laughs> <laughs> fix that. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, there's been a bunch of stuff like that. That's been kind of altered between generations. I don't think we've ever done a Pokemon episode. I've always talked about it because yeah. you are such a Pokemon freak. And I mean, I love it, but not to the extent that you do. But like, we're getting into it now. Yeah. I, I feel like there needs to be like a whole episode that we just dedicate to Pokemon. Yeah. Speaking of controversy, do you know what the most controversial Pokemon of all time is? Uh, is it from a generation I know? Yeah, first gen. Okay. If you don't know, when I bring it up, you might know why. Uh, can you give me a hint of what type it is? Normal. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> no, there's not very many of those. No, I don't. I don't know. Porygon. Porygon. Do you know why? Mm-mm. So there was an episode of the anime that was called something Porygon. I don't remember the name of the episode. Uh, forgive me. Mm-hmm. But it was the only episode of the anime to ever feature a Porygon. And so what happened in the show was it only aired in japan that's the one that the Silphco makes right created uh yeah it was like a do you not remember what it looks like yeah it's like it's like this weird dinosaur looking thing almost and it's very polygony yeah it's like pink and bluish pink and like teal yeah or, yeah yeah like a yeah. greenish blue yeah yeah it's it's a man-made pokemon yeah. yeah but okay so in the episode they're fighting a porygon and pikachu uses thunderbolt on the porygon and it kind of like sends out this weird signal and the screen flashed blue and red back and forth really quickly in the background of that fight scene. And a bunch of people watching the show got seizures from it. Mm. And they immediately pulled the episode. That episode never aired in America. And since that day, Pori- there's been added two evolutions. There's a Porygon 2 and a Porygon Z evolution. Mm-hmm. Porygon and none of its evolutions have ever been in the anime ever since then so it's controversial because of that okay but what's insane is it's like a banned pokemon because of that episode they've never put that pokemon in any other episode ever again even though the flashing is what caused the seizure not the pokemon itself right so they could have these pokemon in the uh anime without causing seizures but i think (laughs) just because of that they don't want to be reminded of what happened so they're like no like Mm. it's the only pokemon to never be in a uh, anime i could i guess like I, yeah i don't know that doesn't make a uh, lot to me of it sense. doesn't make a whole lot of sense but i guess they're just wanting to stay away from that topic entirely and then there's that uh conspiracy lavender theory about town. lavender town oh Beep, man doot, doot. 
It is fucking creepy. Yeah. The Lavender Town, it's called Lavender Town Syndrome is the is the uh, theory. It's kind of turned into like a creepypasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's probably more an accurate description. It did cause... Urban legend. The frequencies of the Lavender Town sound in the Japanese versions of the game is a little bit different than the American versions. And that could be uh, because of the high frequencies or it could just be because of well they changed the games and they updated them for the american versions Mm -hmm. but the theory goes that well the re i'll go with the real story first and then i'll tell the theory is that the frequencies would cause kids to have some headaches and whatnot and um so that's why they changed it that's Mm -hmm. like that's the dullest version of this theory the most extreme version says it causes kids to have headaches and go insane and commit suicide kill themselves yeah yeah like a lot, I, I guess a lot of the the uh, l- the urban legend is that they would go up like on the roof and jump off and kill themselves. And so like it's crazy to, to think of that and then listen to the song is eerie just because of the theory itself. And the song itself is fucking creepy. Yeah. And but I bought into that for a long time. I was like, yeah, it made people kill themselves. <laughs> and um, but now if you can go on YouTube and find the original Japanese version of it. Yeah. And to me, it sounds maybe a little different, but I haven't killed myself yet. So, mm-hmm. I mean. You keep threatening to, yeah, but you just never do it. bullshit because I, I listened to it for that intended person, <laughs> intended purpose. But Do you remember, I can't remember when exactly it was. I'm thinking it was like in the early 2000s or something. It was uh, mid-2000s. It was this big trend where people were listening to these like sounds or weird types of music and they like they were supposed to act as like drugs does that sound familiar Vaguely. to you they were supposed like to like the brown put... noise no <laughs> <laughs> stupid but they were supposed to like put you in a trance and like like give give your like mind some sort of like dopamine rush or whatever i feel like that was a thing i um, I remember a thing called bi- binaural beats, something like that, and it was supposed to put you in like a relaxed state like that. There was supposed to be like this one infamous one called like Hell's Gate or something that was supposed to like like kill you or whatever. Really? But yeah. You know, that's funny that you say that because I listened to a podcast called the Magnus Archives. I don't know if I've talked to you about this. It's called the Magnus Archives and it's a uh podcast it's 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 fictional and they just tell spooky stories and like so in the world of the podcast there's this place called the magnus archives and they take statements from people that have had paranormal uh experiences right and um and it kind of goes like some of the episodes will tie in with other ones it's actually pretty neat but anyway the most recent one i listened to was called Grifter's Bone, and there was this band called Grifter's Bone that would just pop up out of nowhere in a music club, and they wouldn't even be on the ticket or anything, and they'd go up and play a song, and it would actually sound beautiful at first, but then out of nowhere, everybody listening would like go absolutely insane and just hmm. like tear themselves apart. Huh. And it's funny that you mentioned that because yeah, that's what that episode was about. It was oh yeah, it's something similar. Hmm. So I wonder if uh, one of those things in, inspired the other because a Could lot be. of a lot of the episodes are kind of based on certain urban legends and shit like that hmm. okay yeah there's a, a ghost song uh cerise it's actually the one that you told yeah, me you really like it's my it's 
probably like the only song that I've really gotten into by them. Yeah, the video for it kind of is along those lines. Like there's these kids playing the song yeah. like at a talent show. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched part of it. And like the people like start like going crazy and like something's come over them. But yeah, I loved it. It was like, didn't they come up on stage like in the makeup and everything? Like the kids yeah, did. the kids were all dressed up. Uh, as, they were dressed as up as, as the band. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I feel like a bunch of bands have done something along those lines where it's like a kid performing the song at a talent mm-hmm, show. And it's mm-hmm. it's just a neat idea to do that. Yeah. I can't place it. I know there's another band I think I thought of that it was a metal band and they were like super heavy and it was like these kids up there playing. It was so <laughs> funny. Mm, that's good. Good shit. Good, uh, good shit. Good shit. Yeah. We jumped around a lot. Look yeah. at us go. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't know if we jumped around as much as as last time. <laughs> it's kind of just becoming a theme, though. It's like, let's start on a topic and see how far away from that topic we can get. By the <laughs> right. End. And how can we get back to our starting topic? Right. We what started. Was our starting we started topic? with talking about you getting vaccinated. Vaccine. And now we're on Pokemon. I guess there's there's quite a bit of separation from yeah. vaccinations and Pokemon. Yeah. I'm proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we are on social media, mm. Facebook, mm. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and that's it? Is that it? That's it. YouTube. You said YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. And I did get an email this week. I, I looked for us, but I couldn't find it yet, saying we are on Pandora now. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so if you'd rather, we're pretty you're, much, you're hearing this. So, yeah. but if you'd rather listen on Pandora, I think that may be an option now. We're, we're pretty much on any, yeah, any streaming thing you could possibly want. If they have podcasts, we're probably on it. Yeah. Um, and if we're not, use a different one. <laughs> and also, I want, like, give us a rating because we only have five ratings, at least on the Apple. I don't mm-hmm. think you can give ratings on Spotify. Maybe you can. I don't know if you can or not. But, um, but anything that's available, if there's a, there, if there's a option to rate us, please. That it really helps like push us up. Because if you search, honestly, if I search for TNT podcast on Apple, I have to scroll pretty far to find us. Because there's other people that have named their podcast that. After and I, variations of that. Actually, after I had stopped subscribing, well, because we had a little bit of an issue with it this last week, and I had to unsubscribe and resubscribe. But when I was unsubscribed, it was only a few swipes over. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. And I was just looking it up, and we are. This is our forty-first episode, and we're over eight hundred downloads. So that's not bad. You know, I'll take it. Yeah, we really appreciate everybody who listens. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you Absolutely. could just take the time to give us a little bit of a like. Yeah, a like, like a feedback, whatever. Yeah, like the Facebook page. Yeah, or Instagram, whatever. If you any social media you use. Yeah, we're still getting some view or like one or two views a week, but I'd like to see that go up. But I mean, it's whatever. We'll keep putting out to the three people listening. I don't yeah, care. Right. I just have fun doing it. <laughs> three people I, just downloading twenty times every week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. Um. Even if, even if like hardly anyone is listening, I enjoy this. Yeah, we don't so do it. I'm not doing this to be famous. Yeah, we do it because we like it. Yeah. But with that said, it's over a year too. Yeah. I yeah. Wanted... Our we our one year anniversary was um just a few days ago. Yeah. Was it last week or was it this week? It was during this. It week. was after the last one came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, because because so. uh, we had to subscribe to the uh, the um, our host our Pod, host site, Podbean and uh, our subscription re-upped and uh, it's crazy. It doesn't feel like it's been it does an entire year because 
this will be our forty-first episode. Yeah. So we so took we took we took a break because of the there's pandemic. eleven weeks that we didn't put an episode out, mm-hmm. and a lot of that was during the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And then others were just things that came up and we just couldn't yeah. get to it. Yeah. Yeah, but 40, 41 weeks out of fifty-two. I'll take it. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's good shit. Yeah. And plenty more where that came from. Absolutely. Here's to another. So strap on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> strap in. Did he say strap in or strap on? You know what? Either way. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, yes, that is all we have to say on that. And we will see you next time. <laughs> Always got to get that in, don't you? <laughs> That's what she said. Bye.